in us, through us, working his miracle signs and wonders daily. So we don't have to weep. We don't have to feel discouraged. We don't have to feel defeated because our God sent his word to heal us, body, mind, and soul. Let us go before this moment in prayer so that we can begin to hear what the Lord has to say. Father, we thank you right now. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, Lord God. We thank you, O God, for your presence today. We thank you, God, for opening doors that were closed. We thank you for doing the impossible in our lives. We thank you for encouraging us in our time of need, Lord God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit coming in and comforting us during our time that we need to be comforted right now, O God. And any principalities and wickedness in high places, God, we bind and we break it now in Jesus' name. We take control of the atmosphere through the Spirit of God in Jesus' name. Father, we bind every demonic force coming against us right now in the name of Jesus. And we release ourselves over to the Holy Spirit to guide us through wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the word. We thank you, O God, for freedom and redemption through you. We give you praise, God. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Sometimes as we go through life, we feel as if God has forgotten us, as if he doesn't hear our prayers. And in Psalms 13, it says, how long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts? And day after day have sorrow in my heart. How long will my enemy triumph over me? And as we go throughout the day and we're thinking about our lives and maybe how good it used to be in the past and what is looking like right now and we begin to weep while we're watching TV or while we're driving down the road in that moment of silence that we have and we begin to think in our hearts, even though we don't say it out loud, but we begin to think in our hearts, God, How long will you forget about me? How long, oh God, will you hide your face from me? Because that we're so hurt and so burdened that we ask God these questions through our heart, through our tears, though it never comes out of our mouth. He reads our heart. And we're dwelling on what was in the past instead of looking forward and moving forward to what's ahead and believing that God has greater for us and that he's going to make a way for the greater to come. We dwell on where we're at. But faith is believing in what you don't see. Faith is believing in the promises of God for your life, for your destiny. So I ask you today to stop wrestling with your thoughts. Stop wrestling with fleshly, limited thoughts. But to dwell into the presence of God. To get into the holy place 
of God and hear what his spirit has to say to your spirit man, not to your flesh. And then when your flesh rises up and you begin to wrestle with those thoughts again, you can begin to stand on the word of God and say, I know my Redeemer lives. I know that a way has been made. Holy Spirit, reveal to me the way that God has already made. I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to map it out. It's already been worked out. And that's how God wants us to live, knowing it's already worked out. He's not going along with this as we're walking on our day-to-day basis. It's already done. He just needs us to get into the spirit realm with him and see that it's done. Your healing is done. Even though you still feel the pain and taking the medication, every day you decree and command change. And eventually your faith will rise to that level and change has to come. We don't have to wrestle with our thoughts. We don't have to feel as if God has turned his face from us, as if he's not hearing us. But we have to press towards the mark of the high call. We're constantly pressing in to the presence of God. We're constantly pressing in through the blood of Jesus. Through grace and mercy, God wants us to come back to our first love in order for him to make that way for us. Because the Holy Spirit begins to dwell in our temple. But when sin abides, it blocks the blessing. It blocks us from seeing the way that has been made. So God wants us back when we first loved him. When we understood and separated righteousness and sin, we didn't have a gray area. We actually separated it and understood that there was a difference. When we we, we kneeled down and we spoke in our heavenly language until the Holy Spirit gave us a breakthrough. When we fought the battle in the spirit realm and we believed that God could do anything. That's the place where we have to go back to, where we erase the gray areas, we erase the compromising, and we fight for the righteousness of Christ, that his death is not and resurrection is not in vain, but that we stand on the word of God. We stand on the blood of Jesus. We continue to press towards the mark, the mark of righteousness, the mark that the Holy Spirit now dwells in us, and he speaks through us, and he wants to connect us to our Father. We need a way to be made, but we have to connect with our Father to see that way being made. Sin will block the way. Sin will block our vision to where we don't see the way. And then that's when we feel as if God has hidden from us. 
But the Bible lets us know that when we turn from our sins and we seek his face, he said, then will I come and then will I answer and heal the land. So the way has already been made, but there are things that can block that way, that vision. There are things that will come in and torment your mind. And you begin to wrestle with those things instead of penetrating through the Holy Spirit and getting the blessing, getting the way. We need to get back to our first love. The Bible lets us know in Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me along the right path in his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. When we get to this point of Psalms 23 and realizing it's a reality and not just a scripture to comfort us, but that when we are literally walking through the shadows of death, he is with us. And when we cry out to him and we rebuke death, God will raise up a standard in our lives and the enemy has to flee. That whatever we are going through, Whatever is going on in our lives, the Lord says, I am your shepherd. And I don't want you lacking for anything. But you first got to believe and hold on to the word of God. That will help you to understand and give you wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that he's your shepherd. That no matter what you're going through in life. Whatever you're facing, the darkest hours, being in the valley, he says, I'm right there, and I'm here to comfort you. But you got to first call on me, and I will hear. you got to first read my word to understand that I'm here with you. You first got to call on the Holy Spirit and say, help me. God doesn't need us working this out in our own strength because we can't anyway. He doesn't need us trying to figure out something that's already been worked out. He just needs us to humble ourselves before him and allow him to reveal the things that we do not know. He wants us to know his thoughts, his secrets in the heavenly realm of where we are to go tomorrow. What does tomorrow hold for us, God? Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? Speak to me, God, that I may be in your will tomorrow as we complete this day. Minister to me, Holy Spirit, while I sleep. Reveal to me the things that I do not know. And God will come in through his spirit and speak to us. We don't have to fear the things that are going on in our life. We don't have to fear when the enemy comes in. We don't have to fear when there's witchcraft. 
curses, sacrifices, divinations, meditations, incantations. We don't have to fear when we're in Christ. Because we know when we call on the name of Jesus, he will break every chain. He will break every chain. God has already made the way. We just need to ask him to show us and not try to figure it out for ourselves. Because I'm quite sure we all can say it never worked out anyway. So if we go to God first and say, show me what you've already done. And he will begin to reveal to us his very thoughts. The Bible lets us know in Isaiah 41, for I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear. I will help you. We have the covenant and the assurance that God is saying, I will help you. You don't have to fear tomorrow. You don't have to fear your surgery, your medication, your diagnosis. You don't have to fear because I'm with you. I want to guide you through this, God is letting us know. But we have to call upon him. We have to spend time with him. Read his word. Get to know him. And we will be assured that fear is not an option. We will be assured that God is our power and our strength. And that he will comfort us when the pain comes. He will comfort us when the finances are low. He will step in and make a way because it's already made. It's not a surprise to God we're in the situations that we're in. And however we got there, he don't want us dwelling on that. Just repent and move forward. Repent, forgive yourself, and move forward. And allow the Spirit of God to now give you wisdom on what to do better. Give you wisdom on how to eat and what not to eat. Give you wisdom on how to exercise, how to budget. Whatever it is you're going through, there is an answer. Through the Spirit of God, there is an answer. When we're reading the word of God, it's through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit that the revelation comes. There's no revelation without the spirit of God. You'll read the word and you'll get an understanding. But you need a spiritual rhema, spiritual revelation from heaven for right now. And when it clicks and it becomes a personal word just for you. You now have the confidence to know and to believe that you will come out of this. This too shall pass. It will. Your tears will dry up. The pain will go away. The finances will increase. But it's through Christ Jesus. It's through the blood. It's through the Holy Spirit that these things will come. 
You tried every other way to get it to come and to manifest. And if it came, it was temporary. If it came, it may have been through the wrong channels. But God is saying, try me now. I already have the way made. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to do things you don't want to do to get it to work. You don't have to go and talk to people that you don't need to talk to or do things you don't need to do. Try God and his way. It's it's going to work. It will work. It's guaranteed to work. He said, I will help you. So why are we trying to figure out something that's already done? Every day you wake up, say, I am healed by the blood. And when the pain comes and you start crying, you just continue to say, devil, I rebuke this pain. I am healed by the blood. And when your money gets low, you look at the little bit that you have and you say, God, I know abundance is coming. Because it's by your speech that things turn around. Because God has already done it. He needs you to agree with what he's already done. But when you speak against what he's already done, you're blocking the cycle that God has. The the forwardness that God has for your life, you block it through your own words. Life and death lies in that word. So what are you speaking into your life today? Is it life or is it death coming from your own mouth? Watch the words that come out of your own mouth. The Bible lets us know that we should not be afraid in 2 Kings 6 because there are more who are on our team than those who are against us. And you may say, oh, my job, the people are coming against me, my family, my finances, the devil is attacking my finances, witchcraft is attacking my finances and my life, and I don't know what to do, generational curses. But there's more on the team of God than those that are attacking you. So when the attacks come, you turn them over to God, and you let him fight that spiritual battle. You praise him. You read his word. You pray what he created us for. And that's how you go through. Let God fight those battles. And you are guaranteed to win. There are more for you than those who are against you. If you're having any problems, you stand on the word of God and you command the atmosphere to change through the Holy Spirit. You don't give the attitude. You don't give the last word. You don't give an argument. You say, God, I turn this over to you because you've already made a way. That person that's after me already made a way. David didn't attack Saul. He had more than the opportunities to do it, but he turned it over to God. And that's how David won. We have to understand the battle is not ours. We don't force the way to be made. That's already made. But we allow the Spirit of God to reveal the way. Take the forest down 
so you can see the trees. Move yourself out of the way. Move your negative speech out of the way, your negative thoughts. Stop wrestling with your thoughts. One minute you believe God, the next minute you're looking at your situation, you're constantly wrestling, constantly going back and forth. When those thoughts come into your mind, you have to rebuke them and stand on the word of God. And it's something you have to do every day, every hour, because more consistency brings about a, a, a solid answer. But when you're waving left and right and back and forth, you don't get that stability that you're looking for. When Abraham had to go to sacrifice Isaac, he said, I'm coming back down with my son. He said, God got a ram up there. That's the confidence we have in Christ Jesus, that when we are facing the valley of the shadow of death, I'm coming out of this. I'm coming out. Death, not today. I rebuke you. You are not taking my life. Death, sickness, and disease, witchcraft, you're not taking me out. The blood of Jesus covers me. Whatever it is, the way has been made. The way has been made. We just need it revealed to us through prayer and supplication and thanksgiving and turning from our sins. And allowing the Holy Spirit to dwell in our temple. So whatever it is you are facing today, God wants us to know and be reassured that he wants to help us. He hasn't left us. He hasn't hid his face from us. He's not sitting there just watching us cry or feel the way we feel and not doing anything. He's sitting there saying, but I've already made the way. Connect with me. Read my word. Pray. Give me thanksgiving, and you'll see the way that has already been made. You'll see the healing that the blood has already done. We're looking for something that's already done. We're saying, God, why aren't you answering me? But it's already done. Let's go back to the first love. When we knew God was able, he, we knew he was going to do it or had already done it. We weren't wishy-washy, back and forth. But we stood on the word and its value. And we believed and we tarried through the Holy Spirit until the release came. God is able. He is able to dry your tears. He's able to heal you. He's able to take the pain away. If you're dealing with pain, touch yourself where the pain is and say, Holy Spirit, please take this pain away. I trust you, Holy Spirit. Take the pain away. Holy Spirit, thank you for healing in my body. I trust you, Holy Spirit, that it's already done. Father, principalities, wickedness in high places, witchcraft, curses and potions that's coming against me, the blood of Jesus covers me. 
I stand on the blood of Jesus, and I rebuke and bind it, and I command it to go in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, sickness and disease, you have to go. I stand on my healing through the blood of Jesus because I know God wants to help me. I know God is here for me. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear this pain. I will not fear, but I will trust in you, Lord. I will stand on your word, Lord, because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You are helping me, God. Father, we give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor. Because you are the Lord of our salvation. We love you, God. We trust you with our very life. We know that you only have good for us and not evil. We know that you want to reveal yourself to us, Lord God, so we surrender ourselves to you. We humble ourselves through prayer right now, O God, so that the tears that we have, we cry them with joy because we know that a way has already been made. And we know that our Redeemer lives and we've been redeemed from the hand of the enemy. The only power the enemy has is the power that I give to him. And today I stand and say no more. I will not give the enemy any more power. But I will stand on the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit's power to come. Father, we thank you and we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Whatever business you're in, growth isn't just about getting bigger. At ADP, we believe it's about getting stronger by turning data into insights so you can build teams that work as teams. By using our AI technology to help catch payroll errors before their errors. And by keeping ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. ADP helps businesses like yours grow stronger every day. ADP, HR talent, time, and payroll.